0: You're listening to Ed Curation, the podcast where teachers talk curriculum. We make it easier for educators to find the resources they need to create fresh, lively, and authentic learning. Welcome to another episode of Ed Curation, where teachers talk curriculum. Today, I am so excited to welcome Eliza and Lorado to the podcast. They are not, in fact, teachers who are here to talk curriculum. They're students. And we are going to hear about their experience of a new resource that helps students gain their voice. So welcome, Eliza and Lorana. Tell us where you go to school and your ages.
1: I, I'm Eliza. Hi, I am 17 years old and I will be a
2: senior in, at Boulder High School. And I'm Lerato. I'm 16 years old. I'm also going to be a senior, and I go to Boulder High School.
0: So you have some classes together. You're friends at school. We're friends, but we haven't really had like any classes together. <laughs> and did you participate together in the SPEAK program at Boulder High?
1: We did. However, for us, we were at the very beginning of the SPEAK program. So it was more of an after-school activity done in partnership with CU rather than with our school.
0: I see. Okay. So it was more in partnership. So Lorado, tell us for listeners who have no idea what Speak is, which I imagine is probably most of our listeners, explain Mm -hmm. what is it?
2: So basically Speak is an organization in which they want to empower and really lift up young voices. When we started doing it, it was a women's vocal empowerment group, but I totally, I think that it could completely work for everyone, all genders, and just getting youth voices, so specifically young people.
0: And this was an after school activity Mm -hmm. at Boulder High School. So Eliza, how did you first learn about this opportunity?
1: Well, at least in our case, since we were at the beginning and it's kind of sort of a special thing. Circumstance. My mom is friends with Lorato's mom and Beth is the one who sort of really developed the program. So I was almost volunteered for it, but it's, it's been an incredible experience to have been part of this
0: with all our friends. <laughs> and at Boulder, you did this as an after school activity, but could this potentially be a part of the school day or fit into your curriculum somewhere? Or is it always an extracurricular activity?
2: I definitely think that it's like, it's great as an after school activity, but also I think it could totally work in the curriculum and like, like an English class or even maybe a history class, because we are learning a lot about how to gain confidence in our voices and use it in terms of like civic duty, which kind of relates to like a social studies class or even an English class where you do a lot of speaking and seminars.
0: And how many students participated in the project that you did in Boulder? I think about 10. Was it all girls? Yeah. It was. Yes talk to me about what happens. So you get together after school and it's all about vocal empowerment, but what does that mean? What does that actually look like? What happens?
1: So with speak, there's almost two parts. You try and learn about your personal voice. And there's also, you talk about almost the biology and like aspects of how you create your voice and then you also talk about how you can bring your voice out into the world to help make a change within your community and with mm-hmm. your civic engagement so we always start off and we do first off a meditation to imagine where our voices can go and to bring us in together and focus on our time and the space that we have And then we go and we do vocal exercises to warm up our vocal cords and such. And after that, we talk about issues or how we feel our confidence is affected by our voice and things Mm -hmm. like that.
0: Did you ever participated in anything like that previously? I don't think so, actually. It sounds like some of the ideas are based in maybe theater or speech. Is it similar to the kinds of things you might do in a theater or speech class?
1: Yes, actually. So <laughs> it's theater-based. You utilize theater games and it's a system, but it's also paired with speech pathology.
0: And so it has a bunch well, of different roots. But the end goal is civic engagement, you said. So tell about that. What was, was there a project that the process culminated in? What kind of civic engagement were you involved in? We've done a lot of
2: civic engagement. We've gone to protests. We've spoken at protests. We've gone to city council. We've used music and songs, which I guess would involve our voices. So we've had a lot of projects where we kind of set like the thing we want to do that year. And then by the end, we're doing something that is taking our voices
0: out to the world. Tell the story of one of those projects that you Mm -hmm. did.
1: Well, just really quickly, the 12 session curriculum also does end in a final culmination of sharing your personal declarations of how you want to use your voice in the future to the public in a setting with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So we did ours at a coffee shop and we had a little stage and we talked about, we did skits and such, and then we talked about what is important to us and why we will use our voice in the, like this.
0: So can one of you share a little bit about what you personally, what was your part in that presentation and talking about what was important to you or how you learned to use your voice?
1: Sure. This was our first semester of freshman year. It was actually really great that it was that time because we were just starting high school and it was nerve wracking, I feel like. But being able to have a space and time where I could use my voice and learn how to become more empowered was really incredible. And I feel like it has helped me in so many ways in like public speaking and being able to articulate problems I find and the ideas I have for solutions. And so in that final thing, I think my personal declaration was to attempt to use my voice to create more good within our world and to use it to sort of stand up for those who maybe are more afraid to use their voices. Because after I'd gone through the training, I felt more confident in myself and my ideas.
2: Yeah. I think if I can remember correctly at that time, like my personal declaration also, I think it was just like, even in the beginning, I was like, I want to learn how to use my voice for social justice and for positive social change. And I feel like Definitely by the end of that year, I was able to do that. Even more so now, I feel so much more comfortable. So I definitely think that that was achieved by the end.
0: Yeah. So do you feel like, Lorado that you have a sense of what you would like to use your voice for moving forward? Or have you become more passionate about a specific cause or project of some kind as a result of participating in Speak?
2: I definitely feel like just in general, like I know more about how, like how to go about using my voice. I'm not at the moment working on a specific project,
0: but I definitely think that I have that ability for the future. And you touched on this a little bit, Eliza, but I'm wondering if you can talk about how what you learned in speak has affected other areas of your life or academics, your schooling? I personally,
1: generally, I can be a shy person. And that's really hard sometimes. And I find it to be a struggle when I want to advocate for myself. But in remembering sort of the times with everybody in Speak and their acceptance of my ideas... And it's, it's a very uplifting atmosphere. It has helped me become aware more of the validity of my ideas.
0: Yeah. So you said that it kind of helped you overcome some shyness. What about you, Loretto? Do you have any, any reflection on how it's helped you in other classes or other areas of your life and relationships?
2: I also can be a very shy person, especially in school. I don't like speaking out. But even just an example, a few weeks ago, I was at one of the protests for Black Lives Matter and I was going to get up and speak. I said a few words and that just before I was very scared to do that. I really didn't want to. But I was with most of the girls from Vocal Empowerment and even just like that, like having them there for me as I did it, it's, I don't know, it's interesting how like... Once I got up there, I was like, oh, this is like, this. I can do this. And then even after, I was like, that that felt great and really empowering. So I think that I definitely have really grown. And like a while ago, I don't think I would have been able to do that. Mm -hmm. I think I'd have been
0: way too scared to get up. So overcoming Mm -hmm. inhibitions was a big part of the challenge. What were the other challenges involved in the Speak program? Because it sounds like the kind of program that is designed to somewhat push you beyond your comfort zone and beyond your boundaries. Mm -hmm. So just beyond getting over the fear of speaking, what were some of the other challenges in participating? Mm -hmm.
1: I feel it helped us develop our communication skills, I feel like in part. And being able to talk with other people and more importantly, listen to them about their ideas about social justice and mm-hmm. civic engagement and how they want to use their voices and how you can collaborate in that way.
0: So let me ask you this. Both of you were able to overcome some shyness and get past kind of the fear of public speaking, which is one of the biggest fears that we experience as human beings. I've read mm-hmm. somewhere that the fear of public speaking for most people is even higher than their fear of death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so learning to use our voices is, is a huge challenge for many of us. But I'm wondering if you have a success story, either yours or someone else who participated of something that you experienced during the process of participating and speak that really sticks out to you. Like maybe there was a certain person who struggled in some way or who had a really dynamic or catalytic experience as a part of this program. Does anything like that come to mind for you?
2: Actually, I do remember at one of the protests, we went to a protest for climate and we were also speaking at this one. Yeah, it was a climate strike. And one of the girls who's actually in it with us, she definitely was one of the ones that benefited, I think, the most and the strongest, not even the strongest, but just like you could definitely see the growth and change. And at that march, she just really came into her authentic voice. And it was just really cool to see that. I was like, it's just, it really, you could see how much it had affected her to that moment, especially if it's about an issue that you're really passionate about too.
0: What about you, Eliza? Does anything come to mind for you of a success story? I think...
1: Lorato and I might be thinking about the same person here. But one of the girls in our group, she writes poetry, and it's beautiful poetry. And over time, she's shared more and more of that with us and has, you know, been able to share more of her talent, I think, and use it in a way to promote her passions and her social mission. And it's been really, really cool to see.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful because someone with a gift like that who is shy about sharing it, then we all lose out on what that person has to offer, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering what teachers would you recommend check this out? You've already said that you feel like it integrates well with maybe social studies or an English class, but what teachers would you recommend Like, this is really good for middle school teachers who teach these kinds of subjects, or this is good for any secondary Mm -hmm. teacher. I feel like
1: within classes such as social studies or language, you often have moments where you need to participate and use your voice in things such as Socratic seminars. And so being able to help kids who are usually more scared to participate would be incredible. And so to add this curriculum to an English class or social studies class would be great. And I think it works more for middle to high school students. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. what we were when we did it. So,
0: What about students? What would you say to other students about participating in Speak or the opportunity to participate in Speak?
2: I would say that I think they should do it. I think any student should do it. It's just, it's beneficial to your life in so many
1: ways, being able to articulate what you want and why you want it.
0: Yeah, so there was, it was revolutionary for you in some ways to learn how to find your voice and to not only find your voice, but really know what it was you had to say, because sometimes we don't even know what it is we have to say until until we say it, I think. Did you have that experience at all? Like, I'm not sure what I think about this, but when you give me the chance to talk about it and articulate it and mull it through out loud with other people, I'm able to come to my conclusions about what I think. Is that part of the experience? Yeah. Yeah. You have the opportunity to talk about topics together as a group. Yeah. We've definitely
2: had a lot of time to brainstorm and everyone gets to share the ideas and everyone's ideas are definitely valued and Mm -hmm. in some way or another applied to how we're going to share those ideas.
0: Yeah. So is there anything you'd like to say to the designers or developers of Speak about what this experience meant to you? I would just say thank you to them and that it's definitely
2: been like a really amazing opportunity throughout high school for me.
1: After we finished the curriculum, we continued on and we've been working on different issues with some of the people who developed Speak. And so I just, I'd like to thank them once again for helping us develop our voices and then Mm -hmm. also helping us bring them out into the world and
0: being able to share. So I have a kind of a concluding question for each of you. After having gone through this experience of finding your voice, and civic and using your voice and civic engagement, do you each have maybe one or two, I guess you can have two, causes that you feel the most passionate about, that you feel like this is an area where you really do have something to say and that you anticipate being involved? What are your causes?
1: I think mainly because with our group, and it was in the beginning and it was mostly young women, The Issue and sort of goal that came out of that for me was empowering young women and their voices. I mean, we we live in a mainly male-dominated world. And so having young women learn how to speak and articulate and, you know, stand out instead of being pushed down isn't something that is really important to me. And additionally, we've also done a lot of work with climate change and the environment. And so there's also a connection between those two when you look at family planning and things like that. I feel like
2: those would be my issues.
0: So women's empowerment, and yeah.
2: I would also say for me, definitely women's empowerment, just because, like Eliza said, we live in kind of a very patriarchal society. And there's a lot going on with like just in feminism and consent and things like that. So I definitely think it's important to be able to use your voice for that. Mm -hmm. And then I think the second one, it's hard because I'm very much a climate activist. So, which is also like Eliza said, related to women's rights, but then also I feel very much like I have a lot to offer in terms of racial issues, especially right now with Black Lives Matter. I feel like As a part of the minority community, I have a lot to share and express with those issues.
0: Yeah. Well, luckily now you both have your voices and you can use them for (laughs) all of those things that you feel passionate about. The world is waiting (laughs) you know. <laughs> yeah. So, well, congratulations to both of you Thank for you. having completed this program and for being lovely, dynamic young women. It's been such a pleasure <laughs> to talk to you and have you on the show today. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. Thank you for listening to Ed Curation. We hope you learned something today about a curriculum resource that produces fresh, lively, and authentic learning. Check out edcuration.com to find out more. That's E-D-C-U-R-A-T-I-O-N dot com.